Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Saturday, January 30th, 2021. I spent half of the summer right before my senior year in college on a missions trip to Uganda. And oh, what a trip that was. I was there even with a few friends from college, serving there for six weeks, and so many different things came up. It all always felt like there was some new obstacle being thrown right in front of us. Even from when we got there, going kind of straight out into the jungle and helping this missionary start to build this new compound. And uprooting trees and literally hacking trails through the bush with machetes to another point at the trip, being told that me and my my two buddies were going to be putting on a conference for a bunch of children's ministry workers in a war-torn part of Uganda. And who was going to be the, the featured speakers on the subject of systematic theology? Me and my two buddies. And we had about two days notice for that. Or at another point in the trip, literally having the wheel fly off of the SUV that we were driving in. It just seemed like no matter what was going on, some new obstacle that that felt so formidable to us was coming up. So that's why one of the theme phrases that we started using with each other on that trip was, with God's help, I can jump over a wall. And that verse even comes from our reading today in Psalm 18. So we look at verses 20 through 30. And starting in verse 28, it says, For it is you who light my lamp. The Lord my God lightens my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall. And there were many, many times on that trip that we turned to that passage and we said, God is the one who gives us light in the darkness. With his help, we can run against an army. We can jump over a wall. We're depending on God. And that's what David says here. As we think about this chapter, and we've already seen him pray in in kind of this desperate situation and God in dramatic fashion coming through and providing for him. And now you see the confidence that David draws from God, that when he knows God is on his side, he feels like he can jump over a wall. Now, before we get, you know, too crazy and just using this verse about any obstacle and anything in our life that we don't like, it's interesting to see what leads up to this. And even David, he says in verse 20 that the Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. And David even is saying, I'm being faithful to God. I'm following him. And it is because of that, that God is willing to listen to me. And we need to be careful. We know from other things that David wrote, David does not think, he knows that he is not perfect. He's not claiming that he has it all figured out, but he is claiming that when we are close to Christ, when we are holding on to God and being faithful to him, that's when especially we will find that God is there to help us. He says in verse 25, with the merciful, you show yourself merciful. With the blameless man, you show yourself blameless. With the purified, you show yourself pure. And with the crooked, you make yourself seem tortuous. For you save a humble people, but the haughty eyes you bring down. 
So we need to be careful before we, uh, you know, make this idea of with God's help, I can leap over a wall that just kind of our, you know, self empowerment, I can do it pep talk. We need to realize that there's a specific group of people who can say that. And these are the people who are humble. These are the people who are dependent on God. And these are the people that are really seeking integrity in a world full of temptation. These are the people that can truly say, God is on my side. I can leap over the wall. And so we need to check our hearts in a couple ways here. One, are we humble? Are we truly seeking God? Is there, are we forsaking sin and repenting of sin where we see it in our lives? And then second, do we have this kind of confidence that even though we're going to come across obstacles in our lives with God's help, we can leap over the wall. We can take on the army because of who he is. He's the God who can open the heavens like we've seen here in Psalm 18 and answer prayer in amazing ways. I love how this section ends in verse 30. It says, this God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. You can live a hundred years in this world and you could see all kinds of crazy things, but what you will always see is the word of the Lord will prove true. And that's why we trust it. And that's why we can say with God's help, I can leap over the wall. And there are going to be obstacles in the Christian life. Jesus talks about that in our reading today in Matthew 10, verses 16 through 33. Now, remember, again, the context here is that he is preparing his disciples for a special missionary journey that he's going to send them out on. But you can also tell he's saying some things to prepare them for the long haul and for the future. And he really warns them of persecution that is going to come. Starting in verse 16, and we'll look through verse 33, he says, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. And then he talks about how they're going to be delivered over and dragged before governors and kings and bear witness even before uh, them and, and the Gentiles, how they will be in all these different places. But he encourages them when they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Hey, when you feel like you are in that impossible situation before kings and governors to defend yourself because you're being accused as a Christian, God's promising, I'm going to be there with you. With my help, you'll be able to leap over that wall. And then it talks more about persecution. And really he's saying, hey, if they persecuted me, they are going to persecute you. If you're really faithfully following me, you are going to experience persecution. And that is what every Christian should expect. And that's where I think it's helpful for us uh, as Christians in the United States of America to probably realize most of what we have experienced as Christians is actually uh, better than most Christians have experienced when it comes to persecution. And I think we should also be looking at our culture and seeing the trends and seeing how things are, are headed. And we should be concerned that, that I think there is more persecution coming and coming quickly where I think we're already seeing it in some ways in our culture. And that's where we need to lean on these words and realize, hey, even when it does get work, we will be able to say, God is my light. He lights my darkness. And with his help, I can go up against an army. By God, I can leap over a wall. 
And that's why we can uh, obey what Jesus says here in verse 26 when he says, so have no fear of them. Don't be afraid of the people in the world that might persecute you. For nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. If people persecute Christians, they're not going to get away with it. God is going to make sure that justice is done. And we need to be faithful to his message. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light. And what you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. And then there's this precious promise. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, for you are of more value than many sparrows. So God is promising, I am with you. I will take care of you. Just be faithful to me. Acknowledge me and I will be with you. May that be our cry. And as we look out at our world and we we see uh, troubling signs, uh, there's reason to be concerned, but there is no reason to be afraid. And the reason we shouldn't be afraid is because of who our God is. No matter what is going on in the world, he is still on the throne and he promises that he will be with his people. So let's even be like David, humble and just continuing to seek to do the right thing before God and not really worrying about anything else. We see more of the amazing things that God can do in Acts 9 today. We've seen him save Saul and even rescue him from some dangerous situations. But now the narrative shifts back to the apostle Peter in Acts 9, 32 through 43. And we're going to see him heal a man named Aeneas. And we're going to see him raise a woman named Dorcas from the dead. And so we see that God is is working mightily through the early church. And again, we should see all of this um, as not just the power of these men. We should see this as the power of God working through these men. The, The book of Acts should be a reminder to us of, wow, look at what our God can do. And that's another reason why we should be filled with confidence. And speaking of what our God can do, let's go now to Exodus and Exodus chapters 10 through 11. And in these chapters, we, we really read the conclusion of the 10 plagues. And we start to see about the Passover as well. And, and we see starting in chapter 10, a, a couple of the plagues towards the end. We see the locusts and we see the darkness, and we see that things are getting near the end here. But even still, Pharaoh will not let them go, and God threatens a final plague, the death of the firstborn, a plague that we see him carry out in our reading today. And again, this should humble us before the mighty power of God. But we also see not just the power of God, really in his judgment on the Egyptians, we see it in his mercy. And we start to see that really in this Passover that's going to be inaugurated here in Exodus, but then it's going to be celebrated throughout the Old Testament and even is the feast that's going on as Jesus Christ is crucified. And so we think about all of that and and the crucifixion happened during the Passover week and, and all of these things. And it reminds us that the same God who did these terrible plagues is the God who would end up giving up his own son. Uh, for our sins, so that our sins could be passed over. And and they would put the blood of this lamb over the doorposts, and and they they would do that so that the angel of the Lord would pass over 
their house. And we know how that applies to us even now in the New Testament, that as the blood of Christ is applied to us, uh, the judgment of God passes over us. And so we see not only the power of God and what he can do, we're also reminded of the mercy of God and the ultimate Passover lamb, Jesus Christ, who was slain for us. And it's by his blood that you and I can be forgiven. So let's continue to to seek God. Let's humble ourselves. Let's trust in him. And let's remember that God is our lamp. He lights our darkness. With his help, we can go up against an army. With By my God, I can leap over a wall. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.